Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. Do you have a competition with yourself to see how fast you can say that every time? Do I say it fast? Yes. I'm Danny. It should be. <laughs> Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we watch movies, we get drunk, and sometimes we talk about the movies. I'm Danny. A little bit faster than no, that. No, you're, you're like. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm face of disappointment. There we go. <laughs> we made it. Oh, I was already getting hot here. We're here, everyone. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Episode four. Earlier, Dan asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said I wanted a bullet in my head, and he went, "What?" <laughs> this is why. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty unbearable sometimes. Um, Telling me. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! All right. Anyway, so this is part four of our four part uh, Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe rankings. Um, we didn't introduce Pat. I yeah, said I was said, here. Oh, Pat. okay. Pat's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He said it. He said it. Okay, so anyway, we're ranking our top five Marvel Cinematic Universe movies today. We've had 21 other movies we've ranked throughout this. Some... In very interesting fashion, Patrick. What? I don't know what you're talking about, Dan. <laughs> we'll get to that because I kind of agree with him now. But okay, okay. Well, we'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, do you want to kick this off at number five? Me? Yeah. No. no, no yeah. I know. Do we, we want to? Do we want to? Yeah. Right okay. What are we doing here? At this point, it's episode four. If you don't. <laughs> okay. So my number five: Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And um, the Winter Soldier? Mm. <laughs> the Winter Soldier. You're getting your uh, properties mixed up, sir. I'm going to smack you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, so there are just so many great action sequences in this movie. You know, the Samuel L. Jackson car chase, the um, helicarrier battle at the end. There's nope. Cap escaping from um, where's the, uh, the base or whatever that was that was – there on the motorcycle um the elevator fight scene dude that dude. fight scene <laughs> dude there's so many great things in this movie action wise and it was the first movie directed by the russo brothers in the mcu and um <laughs> just knocked over my squishmallow <laughs> Corbin? Yeah, Corbin. <laughs> I, I will say with that elevator fight scene there were so many hidden weapons yeah. Yes. There so are. many hidden weapons, and now I'm like, oh no! Now I'm paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very tight squeeze, um, and they did a great job with it. Um, Cap's gonna do anything for Bucky, of course. Do we, we want to talk about that a little bit? Like the whole thing with you know, dude. After like processing like the the MCU at large, and Cap and Bucky is in general. Dude, so much Cap wants to fuck Bucky. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, he wants to fuck him. Like, the, and in the comics, he's like a what? He's like a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, originally, I think and then, so. Like, he grows up. He uh, Bucky ends up growing up with Natasha, um, <laughs> with Black Widow. Yeah, helps with her training and all that sort of stuff. Like they they have a relationship, which is a whole different thing. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah. Um. <laughs> but like Bucky's done way too much dark stuff in the comics, yeah. For like this, to, for like that bromance level to be warranted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bucky made Red Hulk. Oh, so that's like canon. The fuck? Or... Yeah, he, uh, Thunderbolt Ross wanted wanted the power of a Hulk, so he, huh? 
he, you know, had. Oh well, yeah, and I knew that, but I didn't know but, like, Bucky had anything to do with it. Bucky was the one who brought it to him and was like, "You sure you want to do this?" And he's like, "Yep, all right, there we go." Mm. Red what? Hulk. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah. Let's talk about one of the other plot points of this movie, Project Insight. So it's kind of a cool idea. Like, you know, you can get rid of all these bad people in the world and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, or people that are going down the wrong path or whatever. Like, yeah. That. Uh, it's more, well, it was more to track them and not to, like, get rid of them. Like, it ended up being. So what were the guns about? Um, but somebody thinks can <laughs> the go next wrong. step. <laughs> yeah, that was the next step for, like, you know, terrorists probably. This isn't freedom. This is fear, as it said in the movie. Exactly. So, perfect line. Yeah, no, there's so many perfect lines in this movie. You know, memorable ones, like, on your left. Um, <laughs> before we get out, does anyone – before we get started, does anyone want to get, want to get out? <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. I love <laughs> – Dude, that whole, like, yeah, I think the elevator fight scene is, like, the highlight for me. Dude, it's that, so good. You know, I mean, like, you got, like, I'm with you to the end of the line. Like, that that bit, like, the, the end fight scene where he's, like, in his, like, original Captain America, like, um, outfit in um, World War II. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's the elevator fight scene for me. Like, that that's what makes it. That's what makes the whole thing. And then the last thing I have is uh, a little piece of trivia here. It's um the song playing in Steve's apartment. Uh, when Fury's waiting for him is the same song played at the end of Endgame when uh, he's dancing with Peggy. It's been a long, long time. Yes. Yeah, right? Is that what it's called? I, I don't know what the name of the song is, but yeah. Yeah, that I do. Is, I've heard that, that song so many nice touch. It is. Never thought that we And, you know, so Russo Brothers record that too, so they, they know what they're doing. They, they, they're thinking. Yeah. They got some great I ideas. I bet you they had the, that idea where they're like, Did you know, like, stuff. it's been a long time. You know, so like, okay, so we need to like, you know, do time travel in any game. He has, <laughs> he has to get. That's how it sparked. <laughs> Cap has to get the dance with Peggy. You yeah. know, the whole thing. Yeah. What a way to, and you know, we'll we'll get to we'll, that. T- we'll get to we'll it. Get to that. Pat, what's your number five? Uh, Age of Ultron. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of my choices for my top five were 100 percent hype train based. I get that. <laughs> so the more I could, the more I was hyped to rewatch the movie or hyped to go see it in theaters, whatever, uh. it ended up. It just ended up scoring a lot of points for no reason. Um, so, like, Age of Ultron. I mean, I love Ultron. Mm. He's terrifying. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's what we needed from a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, well, I've talked about this before, but yeah. I think he could have been so much better. Oh, he, he definitely could have been there. Yeah. Just a little bit of a cliffhanger mm-hmm. was all they needed just to make him a little bit more terrifying at the end of the movie. Yeah, like, like he's coming that, back. That last bot... Sure, go ahead, destroy that last spot. But like give make there just need to be like a couple lines in there just to make vision uneasy. Mm-hmm. Just to make everything go, oh no. Like there's backups of everything. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Just like go ahead, try to eliminate all of me. Just mm-hmm. nuke himself. I don't care. Do, yeah. But just do something to make vision just go, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna to have to deal with this later. But <laughs> I was very excited to see the Hulkbuster. Yes. Mm. I love that fight scene. My big problem with it was the Hulkbuster does not last that long mm. in the comics mm. ever. Yeah. Mark one lasted all of five minutes. Mark two lasted 10. That was only because <laughs> hey, Hulk. That's double the time hey, right there. But that was mostly because Hulk was trying to beat some information out of Tony. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so like the only one that actually like, could hold its own and it was never i don't think it was ever tested was like a mark three and that was the full nanite hulk buster and it was mm. 
it was chrome, it was shiny, and it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a big fan of the twins. Yeah. Um, the mind control bothered me. Hulk does not get mind controlled. Oh, well. Between endorphins and Banner sitting in the back seat. Okay. He does not. That's not a style. A, I mean, it takes a lot to do anything mentally with Hulk. Which you would think it would be a lot easier because like yeah. he's all strength. But Banner's sitting in the back seat. So you yeah. have all uh, that brain okay. power just going, no. Yeah, like, I mean they kind of get they kind of retcon that though yeah. because like they're now they're treating them like jo- uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, you know because they're two completely different people. They don't know what goes on on either side. Yeah. now so um, like Doctor St- during World War Hulk, Doctor Strange used astral astral projection to talk to Banner, mm. and like that took a lot of effort for him hmm. to do. Yeah, where he then then he got beat up mentally, which was kind of cool. Wow. Like, <laughs> it was like that fight scene with um fucking um Professor X and like Apocalypse and yeah. Empire. <laughs> yeah. But um oh the factory fight. I oh, wish it, yeah. I wish it had more Ultrons in it instead. Mm. The factory fight. The the first factory fight with the twins and oh, the, the, okay. the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Um with the it was the Vibranium meetup, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I just had factory That's fight. Wakanda, yeah. Um but I wish it was just more Ultrons. Like a few extra robots, nothing like him kind of like showing that he's growing a little yeah. bit instead of just coming out with the even, army. Even if the one act. of them, even if one of them was like half built, yeah, like make the fight more Ultron based and not about um, Wanda. And yeah, have them have them do backing stuff, have them steal stuff, have them set off Hulk. But there's only one Ultron there, and it was kind of like, uh, yeah, he's he's a he's an army himself. Like, yeah, he's a hive mind. Show it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't until I, I the did, last fight. <laughs> I did like that one-on-one fight with Iron Man, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah. a very, yeah. like, that was a very cool. I love aspect. and like this is like the thing about Joss Whedon humor. It works in certain circumstances. Like it works. It works in that in that that particular. It's like don't call me dad or whatever. Yeah. What do you say? Like <laughs> he's like don't compare me to Stark, and he cuts off Ulysses uh, Claw's arm. Yeah, you know. It's like oh oh I'm sorry. So that that like it gets a little comical there. Ultron shouldn't be. Like I don't, I'm not sure how he, he is in the comics, but I, he shouldn't. My, be. What I've been reading, he's he's a little more cold. He's, but like he's a robot. They, but they did show him like absorbing the internet, like okay. learning through the internet. Yeah. So like, oh my de- god, he definitely learned from Reddit. Like, <laughs> what a place! What a place to learn about humanity. I know, like the absolute worst. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ultron definitely learned from Reddit. So like, he learned comedy. <laughs> I was okay <laughs> yeah. with that. <laughs> Look, he just comedy. learned memes. Yeah. <laughs> he he understands SpongeBob memes. <laughs> but the uh the no strings on me. I so love, great. I love because it was that was not something they could, Marvel could have pulled off without being owned by Disney. Yep. Yeah. True. And that True. was oh no Pinocchio. Like Pinocchio always freaked me out as a kid, and now we have Ultron. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it back. (laughs) This was originally my number six, and then talking about him a lot last episode made me bump it up just that little smidge. Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, I watched this movie for the first time, like, maybe four months ago, because I just, I did not, I was not excited. I had no interest in it. I'm like, whatever, like, I might watch it eventually. And I was so surprised at how much I like Stephen Strange as a character. 
Yep. I think he's fantastic. I think Benedict Cumberbatch does an amazing job portraying him. And I think it's also gotten bumped up a little bit because of how well he does in other movies, which makes me really, really excited for Phase 4. Because mm. I'm so excited to see how he... Like, he's... In my head, he's kind of like our, like, Tony stand-in right now. And I'm really, really excited to see how he plays. Plus, also, fucking multiverse with his new movie is going to be so good. Mm. I... Like it's it, it could suck and I'm still probably gonna love it. Um, I'm hoping with this with his next movie and with the Loki show and all that, I'm hoping we get to see some crazy stuff from him, namely like alternate versions. Because I, yeah. I, I very much want to see like crackpot out of left field Stephen Strange dealing with <laughs> this one, and he's just like, "How could I get there?" Like, <laughs> I am so he has so much potential. And I don't think he's going to let me down, which I know I'm I'm really saying a lot here, and that's dangerous to say, but I think Benedict Cumberbatch has done an amazing job with the character. Uh-huh. I don't really think he has gone wrong yet, and I just, I don't think he would, like, let it, you know? Like, I feel like he has a really good, like, chokehold on who this character is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love the magic system. Mm. I think the magic in Doctor Strange is so cool. It's very yeah. interesting. I love the little circles they do. And, like, kind of a dumb little nostalgic reason that puts it really high, but um, when it was probably two years ago, I was in a D&D campaign, and um, one of the characters that was in the campaign reminds me so much of Doctor Strange. So it's kind of just, like, a little nostalgic reason where I'm like, oh, like, Stephen Strange reminds me a little bit of, like, this kid who played Luther in this D&D campaign that I was in. And that's all. A little sentimental, but also just, like, Stephen Strange is a fantastic character, and Benedict Cumberbatch is a fantastic actor. Yeah, like, I th- see now. I feel bad for calling him Tony Stark with magic. <laughs> no, but, I mean personality-wise, yes, yeah, you nailed it. Also, that what if episode? Like, I for- yeah, but- I forgot that I watched it, and then we started talking about it again. It was so good. Yeah, it's like I, in- I really need to go back in and watch more of what if because that was the only episode that I've seen. Mm. Yeah. Oh, watch the whole thing. It's it's amazing. Go, yeah, there's only one bad episode, a truly bad episode that I Is can it think zombies? of. The zombies? No, actually, it's, that's, that's okay. To, I was told to skip zombies. It's you can skip it. It's it's not like it's not need to watch, but it's mm-hmm. still good. You know, but the one that I would skip is the Thor one where he's like, Thor and Loki were a brother. <laughs> that was fucking stupid. It was he so fights- bad, but it was so good. <laughs> Party Thor. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway. I don't know. It's just. It's bro Thor, let's be honest. But yeah, definitely the the top the top episodes were the Doctor Strange episode and then the um the first part of the Ultron arc. Mm. Um the second part kind of devolved into like the regular Marvel fanfare yeah. stuff. It needed to get there at some point though. It's Marvel. All right, Dan. Yeah, yeah, I figured. You're number five. My number five is Spider Man Homecoming. Woohoo. We top were so five. close. Yeah. Five. We would have had the same one. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I I rewatched this movie and it just has, it just has that place in my heart, you know, like where it's like Peter's right off the bat. He's charming and likable, keeping that same energy from civil war and documenting the events from his own perspective. Perfect. Perfect opening to the movie. Um, you get everything you need to understand his character in the first couple minutes with him and Tony and how long he, or how he longs for a father figure, both in his normal life and as a superhero that, Mm. uh, and Tony's that for him. And I get I get the gripe that Ben Parker isn't involved in the MCU yet, yeah. potentially. Um, but I think Tony, 
for the most part, fills that like that uh, that father role in a good way, and like he feel he yeah he feel, he fills that role, and it's it's great. It's you know, um, yeah. I think I think people who who want Ben Parker are just sticking to tr- tradition because mm-hmm. like that's how Spider Man that's who Spider Man is in the comics. But like this is different. This is a different Spider Man. Like and I can get past that. It's not like the traditional Spider Man. You know. I also I know that one of your kind of your biggest gripes with current Spider-Man, like Pat, is that he's still so young and we just want Peter Parker out of high school. I just, I, I just want him in college. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, luckily I, there's going to be a college trilogy now that we yeah, yeah. I just want, Hopefully. no, no, I wanted it first. Fully, <laughs> Make him a young adult in that one. <laughs> I fully support that, but I really, really got to give credit to, hum, to Tom Holland because he plays such a good Zoomer. He, current, he really current, does. Current Peter Parker is such a fucking Zoomer, and I love it so much. Like, being the resident Zoomer in my office, they look at me the way that, like, Tony Stark looks at dumb little Peter Parker. And he's doing such a good job. Yeah. I mean, there was an interview where he got interviewed by the voice actress from Watch Mojo. Mm-hmm. And like he, like Tom Holland flipped out. Oh, it's that oh yes, yeah, so I cool. love Watch Mojo. Yeah. And he's just like he's the one doing the fanboy. And the, yeah, the like, and then should, she does I the voice, and, yeah. and they're all like, "Oh!" And Tom <laughs> Holland's Instagram account is just a Zendaya fan page. I do it, yeah. 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 But like just watching her go, he shouldn't be doing this. Like, <laughs> it's all her look on her face is just he should not be flipping out this much. <laughs> And he has that energy of just yeah. that, like, well, because he's a yeah, young kid, just be like, he's plugged yes. into the pop culture, and that's what's so great about Tom, it. I see so much of Tom Holland in the current Peter Parker, but I feel like it's such a good thing. Yeah, because you know, it was a, like the actor bringing his own mm-hmm. personal experience into the character, and um, Peter's arc of learning to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is perfect after he's introduced as an Avengers level movie because he's like, you just get the you get the feel like like. With Toby's Spider-Man, he grew up, or he he got into the thing, just being on his own and stuff. So what happens when we throw Spider-Man into the Avengers-level movie right off the bat, and then he has to figure out how to be that that low or um that small-time hero, and like like how I said with Spider-Man and Far From Home, Spider-Man is not Spider-Man without New York, and that's what I love about this movie. They have like a quick montage of him just doing small stuff around New York. Like him getting the bike, him saying hi to Clev on the, um, he's like, hey, Spider-Man, do a flip. You know, that's Spider-Man, yeah. you know? And I'm so glad that he included that in this movie. It's just fucking great. Um, I don't love that his identity isn't kept as much a secret as usual. Like Ned and Aunt May find out by the end of this movie. And those are the few people who are the reason he should keep it secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like the MCUification of of Spider-Man, which don't love, but I understand it. Um. I was, I was, I will say, I was very bothered with the Spider-Man interview thing because there was Tony Stark trying to push for Spider-Man to reveal his identity. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. then he just like didn't. I'm like, oh. yeah, it's I like mean, it's it still got out there, but it's like there was a public thing where it's like it showed off like Spider-Man's villains were all like, wait a minute, that's find his aunt, find yeah. his grandma, find his yeah. mom, everybody. Like, yeah, I'm reading that right now. Yeah, like <laughs> Spider-Man beat the crap out of Kingpin. Yeah, as Peter Parker, he didn't do it as Spider Man. He just took off his you know, like took off his top and his mask and was like, no, 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 I'm going to kick the crap out of you. <laughs> nice. Because at this point, it's personal. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And Kingpin had put out several hits on Aunt May and Mary Jane. Yeah, well, and there's 
villains who will do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm reading that right now with the, um, you know, I'm, I guess I'm spoiling it, but he yeah. does reveal himself in the Civil War event. Um, uh, but yeah, back to the movie, though. Uh, the villain is great, has a personal connection to Peter and Tony making the drama worthwhile. Um, this is kind of the start of like the syndrome of uh, Tony is the real is the real guy that like the villain hates. But like, you know, so he's not like a real Spider-Man villain. He's an Iron Man villain. But Iron Man's not around at the time because for so he becomes a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> yeah, so he's kind of like relegated to that. Like, oh, no Iron Man, kid. you. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, kid. <laughs> um, what else? I don't love that the Vulture is scorned by Tony yet again because these. Uh, should, we already went over that. Humor is on point. Awkwardness of high school is in the growing pains. Is perfect. Uh, where the movie suffers compared to other Spider-Man movies is the dilemma of being Spider-Man and Peter Parker. It misses that. It misses, like, especially Spider-Man 2, it misses the fact that, yeah. like, Spider-Man and Peter Parker are trying to be the same person, and it's the dilemma of having to deal with them both in the, in the same life. And, and, like, Invincible, actually, is, is ironically doing that well. You you get it more in Homecoming than you do in Far From Home. Yeah. Because um, I think one of the best examples of it being in Homecoming is where he... Wants to go to the party, but he can only go with Spider Man or Peter. So it's like, yeah. it's definitely not as much, but it's it's definitely there in Homecoming. But I mean, non existent. It's one of the things that I did like about Raimi Spider Man is they yeah. really emphasized that. Not like it was that, and also like the giving it up moment. Mm-hmm. Like Raimi took a shot out of the comics and made it happen. Yeah, and I love that scene. Yeah, where he's just, like <laughs> he just threw the he just threw the costume in the dumpster in like in a garbage can and walked down an alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of the most famous like panels. Yeah. Of like Spider Man history, yeah, it's amazing. But like, I would never see that coming off of Tom Holland. Yeah, no, because he's because it's not. It's there's there's not too much pressure on him to be, yeah. you know, and that, that that has that goes back to the secret identity thing. That goes back to like the MCUification of Spider Man in this, and um, you know, so it's it's a different flavor of Spider Man. I really wonder how that's going to change now with the upcoming movies, though, because I feel like now, especially with like Tony being gone and whatnot, whatnot now, like I feel like it's kind of. Stuff's going get to get a lot harder for him, and I wonder if he's going to start cracking under the pressure. I hope so. Well, that's a far from home. <laughs> I mean, that, that was right after, so I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, but he was just dealing with Mysterio. He's yeah. another... Stop undermining Mysterio. Mysterio's great. It's just he's just another Tony Stark villain, so it's, you know. Um, wrapping it up, because Dan, Dan is wrapping me up. He's like, give me the signal, like, a lot. <laughs> You're for the last five fucking minutes. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, he's not falling in school or struggling to pay rent or completely face palming with MJ. Where does he fail? Where he does fail in a good way is at being an Avenger, and that's great to see him get good and improve at being Spider-Man over time and handling only local threats. This movie proves that Spider-Man really is the best Marvel character. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. I will agree with that, 100%. It's my favorite Marvel character. Same. All right, moving on to number four, Avengers Endgame. So, this movie sits at number four for me for a few reasons. It's great. A lot of fan service, which, I mean, okay, I like fan service, but it can get a little much sometimes, as well as certain things like the rat being the reason for this whole movie to happen in the first place. <laughs> uh, that, was some, that was some comic book bullcrap. And I loved it. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it in the moment, but it's like, uh, man, really? Uh, I don't know. It, it seemed kind of just shady to me. 
Um, but the opening with opening with Hawkeye, that was fantastic. Like and his whole yeah. family disappearing, like shit. I didn't I didn't cry at all. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> then you know, Thor just striking down Thanos after all that shit. Um he went for the head. Um Great scene. <laughs> Then you know, got to shout out my Mets here. I mean, got that nice, about the Mets, baby. got that Mets. nice, that nice skyline shot of City Field being barren and all that shit. And they also talked about that in the scene after that when they were um uh, the counseling session with Steve. The one of the directors, Joe Russo, mentioned the Mets as well. So it's great. Anyway, I miss the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> I miss them too. Anyway, um, uh, uh, Lebowski, Thor. Yep, fantastic. I I loved him, but I also was like, "Oh, you're just a sad sack of shit, aren't you, buddy?" <laughs> I mean, he did lose. Everyone. I have my gripes with that. He lost Loki. He lost his dad in the previous movie. His sister's a fucking bitch. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He he lost his. He got to see his mom get lost again. Or when they went back in time, he had to know that she was going to die that day. Yeah. But he's still worthy after all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, it was a great Thor. moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great moment there. Um, I liked that they revisited the Battle of New York again from a different perspective, as well as Morag and just seeing Chris Pratt get his <laughs> punch in the fucking face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, America's ass. That was a great scene, by the way. <laughs> Damn, that is America's ass. <laughs> uh, another great scene was Tony and his dad finally getting to reconcile everything. Even though it's a younger version of his dad, it still had that impact, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was just so well done. And, like, I'm not crying. You're crying, as Patrick said earlier. <laughs> um, the, the final battle was crazy. I mean, and, you know, we're just going to have to say it. Steve lifting Mjolnir. No one saw that shit coming. And I did the theater just fucking. I was like, oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> it was, okay, so Age of Ultron. Yeah. I saw, like, they did the whole little budge thing, and I'm yep. like, oh, he's picking that thing up. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's picking that thing yep. up. Just when? I have no idea. So I see it come up, and I'm like, finally, it's happened. The yeah. perfect time. There was no better time they were going to be able to do that. And, and we talked oh. about this in our um, our Avengers uh, Infinity War Endgame special episode we did a yes. while ago where we had that TikTok. That kind of blew up. Uh-huh. That was kind of cool. But, like, everyone – my theory was that it was it was the 2014 Hammer, and it was before Thor – or it was before Chris – or Chris, um, fucking Cap. <laughs> um, he, he, like, came out or, like um, – about Bucky or about Bucky killing Tony's parents. Like that was like the, that was a theory that that was the last um, thing that like was on his conscience where, where he was worthy. So there's a whole thing where like, I thought like I was confused where like, or like it was like mm. the um, 2014 hammer and stuff. So, but I don't know. I don't know what my point was. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, no like that is the, that would be the final little thing to, you know, you're holding, you're holding back. There's, a little dark spot of your your mind that's probably blocking it. Yeah. And quick little tidbit before I pass it out to Patrick. Um, with this movie, Robert Downey Jr. surpassed Hugh Jackman's record for the most appearances in a superhero film with 10. 
Really? Uh, yeah, he set the record in only 11 years, where Hugh Jackman did it in 17 years. Huh. Yeah. Hugh Jackman still has my favorite cameo of all time. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Beautiful. It's, it's so quick. And it's what, just that, we'd like to, nope, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what pisses me off about that is in the next movie, they referenced that cameo, and they got the line wrong. <laughs> they said, they said, I'll say what you said to me 20 years ago in the bar. <laughs> fuck off. And no, it was go fuck yourself. Hey, I know this for sure. It was 20 years and there's a lot of head rattling around. All right. <laughs> all right, Patrick, what's your number four? Uh, the first Avengers movie. Oh, the first back one. Back. Yeah. Okay. Um, I looked, I love the reluctant teamwork. Originally they're like, ah, crap, we got to do this for that. And a really nice guy who brought us all on this big old boat. <laughs> ah, Colson. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, emotion, the emotional unifier, the ego trips. I loved all of the different ego trips because, like, everyone hates each other because yes. they're just, no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, well, that whole scene where it's like, you know, put, or uh, everything special came out of you, or uh, yeah. about you came out of a bottle. And then, like, um, you know, it's like, what? take that suit off, what are you? And then he's like, billionaire, playboy, fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really only Cap and Tony that hate each other. But, like, yeah. well, that's the greatness, you know, and we'll get to it yeah. um, later on, but, like, the, Sowing the seeds for their their rivalry, yes. it's great. Um, I it did bother me that some members were not flushed out, mostly with Hawkeye and Black Widow. Yep, because you know now they have movies and series mm-hmm. as of you know eh, by the time this gets out, Hawkeye <laughs> will be either, Hawkeye will be just about finished. Yeah, either finished or the last few episodes are coming out within yeah. a week. It's like Black Widow had a movie what the month before. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Yeah, late to the game. Founding members, my butt. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I did have a little bit of problem with Loki because he felt like not a threat. Like Loki himself didn't feel like a threat. Well, he was a pawn. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't feel like a threat, but also he didn't. It's like okay, cool. He was he was a pawn. He did little things, but it's like why you could you could made it anybody. Yeah, he didn't need to feel like a threat. He didn't need to be Loki. But he didn't need to feel like a threat in this movie. Like, they're all a ragtag group of people trying to fight all this shit in the city. And it's like, I I don't know. You don't need a really big, powerful villain because there's somebody else behind the curtain pulling the strings. Strings. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There are no strings. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so. But honestly, though, one of my favorite lines in this whole movie was Stanley's cameo. Mm. Sitting in Central Park. Superheroes, superheroes in New York. In New York? Nah. Give me a break. <laughs> it's like, that, the guy who put all of the superheroes in New York is the one <laughs> saying that line. Who Mint. said it and who? I need to meet them. I need to shake their hand. Who wrote that line? They're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sep, you number four. If these next three movies didn't have some dumb little reasons here and there that made my heart just so happy. You mean this four, four movie, movies? No, this is my number four. But if the okay. next, if, if, the, if my next three didn't have one little reason that makes my heart so happy, uh, this would be my number one. Got it. So, like, from a like critical standpoint, this is probably my number one. Infinity War. Um, I... This movie... 
honestly was groundbreaking because, and I, I say this literally all the time, but I'm never going to get over the fact that how much I loved that they did the thing that nobody ever does, where the superheroes lose for once. And it was so refreshing and it was really, really interesting and it kept everybody on the edge of their seat and it just, it brought so many good things to the table and holy fucking shit. I cried for quite literally 45 minutes straight. I remember. I heard, yep. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And then it just tears. Yep. And then people in the theater are like giving me weird looks because I'm sniffling and trying to keep it in. And then the moment the, cred- the, moment the credits roll, I am sobbing. <laughs> it was, and it's just. I'm just picturing the person at the theater going. Hey, it's, uh, oh, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, we were walking out to the car and I'm crying. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, look at me. We had just started dating too. It. Yeah. It's... So I was just like, uh, how do I console you? <laughs> it was just a movie. Got me. Um, but I think Infinity War is definitely one of, there's a couple like, there are three movies that really got me being like, oh, yeah, like, I love Marvel. Like, this really gives me that feeling. One of them is Spider-Man Homecoming. One of them was Infinity War. And I'm not going to talk about the third one. We'll come <laughs> up to that soon. But it just, this is one of the movies where I feel like it It felt really, like, flawless to me. Other yeah. than, like, Star-Lord and Gamora existing. Um, but... You hate them for no reason. They annoy me. You haven't oh seen I, their movies. Every single piece of, like, pop culture that I consume, there's going to be one character that I hate for some really dumb reason, and I'm going to hate their guts. Yep. In this instance, it is Star-Lord and Gamora. Okay. I am lucky that Wanda broke out of that because she was up there. I could not stand really? Wanda. Yeah, and then shit. WandaVision pulled her out of that. Like, That's fair. This. But... <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't take notes because I came in severely unprepared, which I'm now going to give my remaining 13 minutes to you and your full fucking page of notes for your next movie. I hope it's not 13 minutes. <laughs> very, very well. Someone start the clock. Someone listening start Honestly. the clock. <laughs> my number four. Oh, you, I'm you know? not done. Okay, okay. You, you passed it off to me. So I'm just thinking. Well, so I, I'm just saying I'm, okay. Just wrapping it up. I think one of the, this was, I think, the first movie that I ever saw on a Thursday night because I didn't know that seeing movies on Thursday night was a thing. Yeah. So going into a packed theater and then we're all sitting there in silence, like crying and like, this is such a cool experience. Also, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. This, this is one of the first movies I ever got for, um, they gave me like a, like a booklet or a pamphlet or whatever of, mm-hmm. of like, you know, like, where are the Infinity Stones and like, you know, form or, um. Did we see it in Queensberry? Yeah. We saw it in the reflective. I remember tours. it was like the reflective thing where you tilt it and it yeah. changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. All right. My number four, Captain America Civil War. Okay. And it still I've, sits there, huh? It's it doesn't it really doesn't it doesn't anymore, really. It shouldn't it shouldn't sit here because I recently got into the comics. Uh specifically the Civil War event. And holy shit. <laughs> waste um, wasted potential is is the word was the is my word to say say about it because they they had so much more yeah. in the comics that they could have they could have drawn for and to like what Pat said boil it down to just a bromance I don't know it, yeah you know? It, it, it should have been a Phase Four movie it really because it, it's not just Captain America it's no it's about Tony Captain America it's about the X Men about the Avengers it's about um, yeah X Men had a major role in that one yeah like. It's, 
you know, like everyone, it's really interesting seeing everyone pick sides and there's like secret identities or like other secret identities and stuff. And then, um, you know, Spider-Man's caught in the middle of it. And it's just, it's so much more interesting in the comics. Like anyone who hasn't read them, read them now because they're really good. Yeah. You can definitely pick up a, um, an omnibus of civil war. Yeah. And it's, it's a big book. It's, but it covers all the major points from all the different comics and it's, yeah. it's wild. <laughs> so, okay. So the reason that it's my number four, is it four? Yes. Yes. The reason it's my number four is, be, you know, granted, I made this list before I, I read the comics. Yes. So, but I'm going to judge this as a movie and if, yeah. how it fits into the MCU. Um, you can literally be on both sides of the argument. Yep. And that's the beauty of this movie. Um, I, at first I came in on Tony's side. I'm like, okay, they, they do need to be in check. They, they do a lot of damage, but then caps like, uh, personal liberty and, you know, like being like, and that's what he stands for. And like, that's like this whole thing. And after winter soldier, the events of that, like seeing what happened to, to cap and seeing what happened to Tony and iron man three switched that, that dynamic between them. And it's like, it's so perfect. And you can literally be on both sides of the issue. And that's, what's so great about this movie. Caps is better. <laughs> yeah. Cap, Cap is right though. I, I do agree with Cap. Yeah. Cap is definitely. I came. I started with Tony. Ended up on Cap. Yeah. If like, you think Tony, you're wrong. Because he, well, he disproves his own argument in the movie. Yeah. And like that's all you need because yep. he's like he just fucking ignores Ross like the second he can he can like he gets a chance. So, um, the way we've been through both Tony and Steve's arts perfectly explains the context of the movie and why they choose either side. Tony has tremendous guilt for Sokovia and after dealing with issues where he himself has been out of control leads him to want government oversight. Um, Steve witnessed the organization, organization and government he served for years be corrupted from the inside and puts his trust in people he's vetted and met along the way, which leads him to be a fugitive. Mm. Perfectly explains his position. Great emotional stakes with Steve and Bucky at the time. <laughs> at the time for the comics. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tony and his parents in the Avengers really feeling like they're splitting up, um, kind of like foreshadowing, you know, like um, that. Um, I would have liked this movie to come a little later, maybe have have another Avengers movie in the middle before this, so we can have a, an even better payoff in Endgame where they come back together. Yeah. You know, like I said, Age of Ultron is the only movie where we've seen them be the Avengers the entire movie. Well, again, they were all un- only under contract for so long, too. So, like, it's I get it, it's it. hard. I get it. And that's like real world, like just issues and stuff. But like, yeah. I really would have liked one more Avengers movie, you know, really cool. Have them fight fucking, I don't know, Modoc or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey's Modoc. I remember hearing that tossed around for a while. It's like, I don't know how I feel about that. But I really don't know any other, other Avengers movies. I, I, I know Galactus is too big to be. Yeah. That's, that's Galactus events are more like, Oh, you, you saved a little old lady. And you have a power to blow bubbles, get in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like we need all the help we can yeah, get. They don't, they don't care if it's Galactus. They're like, um, can you? Cool. At least pass on some information before you duck out. Like, yeah, it's everybody on. It's all hands on deck. <laughs> um, Steve, uh, yeah, I would have liked to. Wait, you never mind. <laughs> It feels like the Avengers weren't together all that long. Action is also shot beautifully, especially the end battle. Um, you know, between where, where they take a panel out of the out yeah, of the actual comic, comics, yep. um, airport fight scene in I ret- in retrospect doesn't carry emotional weight and doesn't face the issue of the Sokovia Accords that well, 
well, I can't read my. It notes. was the trailer shot. That's really what it was there for. It was the scene of the movie when you first saw it, but yeah. then it just at the end of the day, it's such a cool scene where they they're all fighting each other. It's like first time we've seen that, but it doesn't. You know, other than Rhodey having being paralyzed, which he should have died. Um, yep. You know, <laughs> that would have been catastrophic. Cool. Yeah, because that would have made that scene so much better. They don't have the cast to have someone die at the time they made that movie. Yes, I know. And like yeah. now, now realizing that now, hundred percent, they have the cast. Even yeah. like with the contracting issues, sign them on for one more movie just to kill them off, sort of deal. Yeah, like you can do that in a phase four. What, what what phase was this? Like two, just early three. three. It was the first movie in phase three. Yeah, like you don't have the you don't have the cast to be yeah. able to do a good civil war. <laughs> and a little piece of trivia here about the airport fight scene. There is, I'm sure most people have heard this one, but the uh, Arrested Development got a little shout out in uh, the airport fight scene with uh, the Bluth family logo on a staircase truck. <laughs> Yeah, that's so cool. It was really, really funny. Um, yeah, I know they, they also they did dir- that. They directed the pilot of Arrested Development right. and all that stuff. I know so. they also gave credit to uh, Arrested Development in Infinity War, where you see um, uh, what was his name, Tobias, in the in, in one of the collector's cases. Oh yes, yes, he's yes. Like the, when he's blue, the blue, the blue <laughs> Tobias. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna finish up my notes because I know you're gonna wrap me up soon. Yep. Um, but it's still amazing. Uh, we get Black Panther and Spider-Man introduced in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else more you would want. Um, two I, of the I, most I, iconic Marvel it characters. Was a, it was a good point to bring those two in. Yeah. It was, it mean, Perfect opportunity, too. Yeah. It was a big team up, and you had each side pulling someone in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's just it's just great. Um, there is a winner, though, at the end of the movie, and it's Cap. Of course. After signing the accords, Tony pretty much ignores them from the offset by lying to Secretary Ross about where Steve is at the beginning of the third act. Zemo is sort of a footnote at the end of this movie as he sort of only causes the rift between Tony and Steve right at the end after the accords, which he has nothing to do with, um, are implemented. Sure, he assassinated T'Chaka and set the second act in motion, but he becomes more of Black Panther's arc by the end. This is another... Sorry. This is another... Like area where we're talking about Avengers, where Loki's kind of a pawn. Zemo's kind of a pawn as well with this um, movie. So like he doesn't really affect anything. He's not. He's just kind of like causing the rift, as you said, between yeah. Tony and Cap. So I mean, eh, could have done the movie without him, I guess. But you eh. need you need someone to pit to have the personal stakes because that's exactly. what we're doing in a in a movie. You have to have personal it's stakes. It can't just be about like, the argument. Because because it was information that was being leaked that caused the big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was information that caused a big rift. Right. Honestly, Ross could have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just throw out that, like, little thing, like, oh. Yeah, by the by way. By the way, Tony. Yeah. And just, yeah. like, yeah, drop that, drop the clip in front of him and just watch Tony go, what? And, like, yeah. fly off to go beat the crap out of... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they just wanted to include Zemo just because. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, he's a classic villain that didn't need to be there. <laughs> All right. Oh, finishing up my thoughts. Three more notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also pretty cool of the writers to include a very well thought out B-plot B arc for Black Panther that also ties into the main plot and isn't clunky, which is which I has had everything going against it in just in, to be just that. Mm-hmm. You know, so they really did Black Panther's arc 
very well. Is a it's like that's an example of a B plot that's just I, I yeah I can't think of any other any other B plot in a Marvel movie that was done so well, mm. and especially such a packed movie of like every character that we know is in this point. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, the Black Panther suit in this is light years better than what we got in the solo movie. I'm gonna end it on that. <laughs> I like I love Black Panther suit in this movie so much more than his actual suit. All right, moving on to number three, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. This movie just has, I don't know why it has such a special place in my heart, but it's just so well done. Um, it's, I, I don't have many notes in this for some reason. I don't know why, but um, <clears throat> there's a similar, similar scene to the first Guardians of the Galaxy where Quill saves Gamora, but then um, like in the same way in space where he puts his mask on her in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and then he can't do the same for Yandu in the second one. It's like, you know, the whole, he wasn't your father boy, or he was your father boy, but he sure wasn't your daddy, or something, that that whole line. <clears throat> um, yeah, Baby Group, fantastic. You know, just dancing, dancing his life away. James Gunn actually did the dancing for that. Um, in that opening scene. Wait, wait, he did the mocap for that? He did the mocap for Dancing Baby Groot <laughs> in the very beginning. Yes. I found that very interesting. I was like, oh, hinder. Huh. Um, Taser Face. Taser Face. It's the dumbest <laughs> game ever. <laughs> it's like this fucking douchebag. Taser Face. I, I love, I, 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 that scene went on for so long, but like, I very hope I very much hope that it was like a similar thing with like Deadpool mm-hmm. where like when Ryan Reynolds in the bar scene where Ryan Reynolds and uh, what's his face there? I can't remember the actor's name. Um, uh, no, no, no. Uh, the, his buddy, the bartender. Oh, 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 oh. The, Miller? Yes. Yeah. Miller. Yeah. The, apparently they had to cut so much time. Like they recorded like an hour's worth of materials <laughs> of those two just going back and forth. And they're like riffing. <laughs> Why? We needed five minutes and you guys gave us 60 like Beautiful. I hope that there was just just Bradley Cooper in the in the sound booth just being like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Okay, so this is one of the first real instances where we see a quote unquote celestial because ego is calling itself a celestial. I don't know if I buy that, but it, ego didn't really honestly do it for me in this movie. Um, Kurt Russell did a great job with what he was given. Um, the whole, I had to put a tumor in her. See, that scene was just so it was fucking dark. good. Oh my God. It went dark real fast. And that's first, like on the spot that kind of like foreshadows infinity war where with Gamora, like, and he, cause he lost his mom. He's like, Oh, put a tumor in the brain. And then. You're like, where's Gamora? And then, yeah, so like it's kind of like a parallel there, in a way, I guess. Um, Why is Gamora? <laughs> oh God, not that. So, <laughs> a little piece of um, trivia here is uh, Michael Rooker fell asleep while filming his eulogy scene. He was just asleep, straight up. Oh, they're burying him? Yeah, he was straight up, just <laughs> zonked. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. Perfectly done. There had to be one cat. There had to be one crew member just like behind a camera somewhere going, "Is he actually like dead?" Michael's asleep. <laughs> he, no, no, just like, yeah. "Is he dead?" And someone's like, 
Nah, he's asleep. He's fine. <laughs> like, ah, what do you want? But yeah, again, just another one of the fun Marvel movies. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but when it gets serious, it gets deep, and I love that about James Gunn's writing and directorial style. So, yeah, that's why it's number three. Cool. Yeah. Uh, back with the controversial. Um, my number Fuck. three is Hulk. Incredible. Yeah, the 2000, 2008. <laughs> and like I said, this was a lot of, it was because of hype train. Oh, okay. This hype one, train. this one mostly was hype train. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, please explain. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, there's a lot of hype train for this. It had the first, it had the first cut scene. No, it didn't. Iron Man did. Well, how do we get established Iron Man? What do you mean? Like, Iron Man was the first movie. No, no. This had the first post credit cutscene. No, Iron Man did. Did it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Because I did not see one for Iron Man. I've yeah. never seen one for Iron Man. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Nick this... Fury's in, in his penthouse. He's in his house. Oh, right. Yeah. That happens too much. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool thing I did like about this one was this was the first one we saw anything with the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. This is big old file. I'm working on something written across it. Why would he give it to Ross, though? Yeah. He has, he has information on the Hulk. I mean, yeah, but like Ross Hulk's is terrified. Doesn't want to help at all. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He also is the reason why the military budget is crap in Marvel. Like, <laughs> 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 he weighs so much money. Yeah, but yeah, like I, this one was very much hype train. This was the last time we saw Hulk scary. True. Like, yeah. In the in the first Avengers movie, he was he was squishy. He was he was He's soft. Disneyfied. Yeah, like. I would not. I would not want to see 2008 Hulk on the street. Yeah, at all. I and you, there's no way you can run from that one. Yeah, no. The yeah, Avengers you Hulk. You got. You got time to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, because they made him. A, they made him more of a joke. Yeah. In and the in the later entries. They, and the thing is, like, they really could have saved him with little details in later movies. And they like Thor Ragnarok, the fight scene between him and Thor. Mm. There's a scene where Hulk's just pounding Thor into the ground. Just make the crater bigger. Do little things to make that Hulk scarier. Yeah. More like make him show off that he's the strongest Avenger. Yeah. And this is the, this is just the last time we see all that. And it's like, come on. Yeah. So you said hype train though. Like what? I was the most hyped for this movie. Really? Because I had seen the 2003 Mm -hmm. and I had heard rumors, non internet rumors, because this was, before my time on the internet. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and I had heard that this was going to be tying in with Iron Man. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get Avengers. Like, oh my You're God. Like, Holy we're shit. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to get comic books made into movies. Like, <laughs> this is it. Imagine that this, looking back now. Yeah. Like, I'm still doing that. They're going to make comic books into movies. <laughs> so, like, I was, I was all about this in 2008. Mm. This was... I had friends legitimately just start screaming shut up every time I started talking about a movie because I talk about this movie too much. <laughs> it's like, you know what movie you should rewatch? I swear to God, if you say Hulk, I'm going to kill you. No, 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 no. I was going to say A Knight's Tale, but Hulk would be a really good one. Thanks for suggesting it. <laughs> but like, this, there's just so much I love about this movie and none of it makes sense. I fully understand that none of it makes sense. I yeah. thought she was just going to die right there. I did too. Just trying to scoop my chair. <laughs> oh, so when I'm at work, I grab my desk to pull me forward because my chair kind of sucks and I forgot that I can't do that with a folding table. 
Yeah, no. No, folding tables. With uh, all the mics on and just tips over. (laughs) Good audio, good audio. (laughs) Love those P-pops. No, there was... There's a lot of little things. There's multiple threats in this movie we yep. don't we don't get to see. I know. I was yeah, so excited. I was glad that Shang Chi had a bomb come back. Yep. Abomination. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Really hope they do something with that because I. Yeah. Ooh. Abomination is. He's enough to level a town. Mm-hmm. That's enough to call in the Avengers. Well, they made they made us like a, a one shot kind of involving him, um, called a consultant. Um, where, it, where they're talking about Blomsky and, um, you know, how he's like locked up in, in wherever, in prison. And yeah, they're and talking about getting Tony in. So it's like the scene before the cut scene or the end scene, end cut scene. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the thing, in like, I will say the comics with both Hulk and um, Abomination is the prisons built to hold them are way more in depth than the little round disc. That we saw in Avengers that they put Loki uh, in. Is that the... R- oh, no. Okay, no. Not the rest, no. No, like, there are gamma prisons. Okay. And cool. they are built... Like, they're these massive, huge, massive buildings. And it's like, oh, they just hold one guy here. And you're like, what do you mean it holds one guy? And you just see, like, Abomination locked up, all fours, <laughs> starfished, like, stretched <laughs> out. And you hear, like, the metal... Like, there's, of course, like, written... Like, there's just sound effects people, like like, looking around, like, can this hold him? Like, cause metal's groaning and like, yeah, concrete's shaking. And it's just one dude chained up. Shit. Like we don't, we don't get to see that after this. Yeah. Like there's none of that. And it's like, I, w- I want, I want the beat down. I want to see the whole city get destroyed. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the whole metal tube line from this movie, like, yeah, put me in the Hulk inside of a metal tube underground. <laughs> Good idea. Let's take the subway. <laughs> the worst idea ever <laughs> yeah yep all right Seth. here's where my tart no fuck <laughs> words recalibrate you okay there here's where my taste starts getting bad black hey. widow number three <laughs> hey i'm not according to pat hey hulk was uh i know it's a terrible movie but <laughs> well no your black black widow was what you're like number nine Six, or something? seven seven so, no yeah it was up there uh, and there's one reason. Yeah, it was number seven. There, there's one reason. Let's 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 talk about it. Florence fucking Pugh is so hot. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! There She's it is. so hot and she is so funny. And Black Widow was everything that I wanted Ant Man to be and more. It's a funny movie, but I think it's done really, really well. And Ant Man is kind of just it really like it misses so many like points for me. And it's funny and just, uh, such a poser. <laughs> I think it's also why do you do this thing where you pose? <laughs> like she, God, Elena carries this movie. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. Sorry, microphone. And I just there are so many characters in this movie that I love. Natasha Romanoff was one of the characters that I just could not stand. For some dumb reason of her existence, just annoying me. Because she wasn't flushed out or anything. Yeah, she's just like there and she just kick butt. And I'm like, okay, but like, do you do anything other than kick butt and booby? Because if you just want to <laughs> kick butt and booby, go ahead. Just but single like, booby. Just <laughs> hyphen her up. And I'm still like, I don't love her, but this movie did her very well in my eyes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Also, I. There's really nothing in this movie let me down. There's not a character in this movie that I don't like. I absolutely adore the parents. 
I think fucking air quotes parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what was it? It was Alexi, right? Yeah, Alexi. Alexi and- oh, and- Red Guardian. Rachel Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. The helicopter scene when they're taking him out of prison was so good. And then I, I, I think it's a, li- I think it was a little dumb, but I love how she like breaks her own nose so she's immune to like drag off shit in the end of the movie yeah. i thought it was dumb i thought it was pretty cool some of the cgi in that final fight where they're falling out of the plane yeah it's kind of bad see my problems with the cgi was actually the beginning okay there's a there's a bit where it's just like all right you can definitely tell that like the ending CGI. That's, that, no it was the it was like one yeah. of the fight. it was um when the sister was escaping the whole thing Okay. Um, there was like a scene where you could clearly see that it was like, all right, that is someone on a green screen holding onto a drain pipe and falling. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think that maybe if I do give the movie one criticism, it's probably just the CGI. Yeah. But it was so, so good. The- it was so fun. Yelena is one of my favorite <laughs> characters in the MCU now. It's like her and Wanda are just up there. Yeah. For different but similar reasons. Like, I love Wanda because she's a really, really good character, and I think WandaVision was fantastic. I love Yelena because she's hot and funny. But thankfully, they are also both hot and funny. So, like, <laughs> yo, it's a win-win. There you go. Um, and, but this is just, this is kind of the point where, like, these next, this movie and the next two, it's just one dumb thing that makes me go, ah, oh, fuck yeah. And then this one, it's Pretty Funny Lady. Also, <laughs> it's a good movie, and I, I mean, I like the... It's like the story as a whole. It <laughs> ran like relatively well for me. I really, really liked Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. Dude is hilarious. The prison was really funny. I love him having his doll of himself. What about Taskmaster? What do you think of that reveal? I mean, I liked it. Yeah. I definitely I saw it. I mean, I, saw, I definitely saw it coming, but I wasn't unhappy with it. Yeah. Plus, see, I, I didn't liked see it that. Um, but you never see anything. Coming. I know. <laughs> You're. That's why I like movies. <laughs> I ruin them for myself because I just start. My brain goes and I just like catch it like an hour ahead. See, that's why I like terrible movies because I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen, and I can just be like, ah, where is it? Ah, there it is. So many jokes. Like maybe two or three years ago, I watched the Seven End for the first time. Yeah. Um, and like you were hyping up the ending, you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. And then like I saw it coming like an hour and a half earlier, and I'm like, what? It's so special about this. So it's like, like that's what I was with the Taskmaster thing. Like I liked it. Yeah. I definitely saw it coming. Yeah, so did I. But I think it was cool that she kind of got like a little, not like redemption in the end, but it's cool seeing her be kind of like set free and saved. Yeah. yeah. All right. It comes full circle. Well, I have to ignore this phone call that I'm getting. <laughs> um, uh, my number three. three. Oh, we're only on three. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm. It's not really a big surprise. I'll kind of speed run through this. Uh, one of the best MCU movies, period. Yes. Everyone says it. Uh, it's more than just a Marvel movie. It's a 70s political thriller. The opening scene with Cap on the boat immediately changes the game. This is a new and better movie slash Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, the emotional stakes with Bucky, Steve's ben- best friend being the enemy is a great, if not a little contrived, but that's fine. It's a suspension of dis- disbelief. Black Widow is a great supporting character in this, and it was great of Steve not fully trusting Natasha at the start, um, even after working with her in Avengers, because she's still the spy and, you know, uh, ex-KGB agent. Speaking of spy, we never really touched on Agent 13 at all. Yeah. I mean... She's there. Yeah, but she's Peggy's niece. She's... Yeah. 
Yeah, niece. Peggy's. <laughs> I know we, we definitely brought her up, but not for any sort of technical reasons. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, we, it was just, just fucking why? weird. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we just never really talked about her. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, she, well, she's introduced in this movie. Um, yeah. She's really not a big. She's never a big player. I mean, she's kind of big in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like, so she came back. That was cool. But yeah, but um. Where else was I? Robert Redford plays an okay villain, but gets overshadowed by Winter Soldier, who is a great villain. Uh, first okay. time we, we first time we get a truly great villain in the MCU. Um, I, in my opinion, um, you know, most people say uh, Loki's like the best villain in the MCU. And we and he had came this before conversation, right? I mean, he's kind of just a pawn. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's like an antihero at this point, you know. He's not really. Uh, action is on point. Score is on point. Humor is on point. Uh, the writing is on point, especially communicating Steve's POV with the helicarriers being used for peace and setting the stage for his disillusionment in Civil War. Yep. Uh, the introduction of Falcon is done well with the subtle scene of him talking with vets and having the moral character that Steve has, setting him up to later take up the mantle of Captain America. Yeah. Um, Nick Fury being sidelined sets up a main theme of him getting shafted, which which I want to see Sam Jackson really being the organizer of the Avengers and more involved. But his contract might might be too expensive. But also, like, what if he was a scroll? At this point, yeah. Maybe that. What if he was a scroll the entire time? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I'm just saying, like, maybe that that Sam Jackson that was killed was a scroll, and then he played off as if he wasn't killed or hurt or anything. Like, you know, how we saw him die on the table? What if that was a scroll? And it wasn't could've Sam been. Jackson. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. You never know. Never know. Um, Goddamn scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Elevator fight scene, gold. Um, the Rooster Brothers really showed what they were capable of, and boy, did it pay off for them. They directed <laughs> this movie, Civil War, both Avengers uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and they're, are they gearing up to do anything else? Oh, another Mar- out. Not with Marvel. Oh, okay. Well, still, great they, run. May produce, but they're yeah. not, I don't think they're directing anymore. Fucking yeah, but they. You know, it, Joss Whedon used to be the director of the Marvel MCU, and now it's the Russo brothers. You know, I thought well, that was really now cool. it needs to be somebody else. Taika. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> please no. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's good for characters, but not not the whole thing. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I want to stress one point though. Um, Russo brothers and Marcus and McFeely, yes. they don't get enough love. Um, they are the they are the reason the MCU is great. Yep. Not Kevin Feige. He just he's just the, he's just like he's like okay, what if we did this? You know, he's like kind of like the he's start. The he's the hype man. He's the hype guy. Yeah, he yeah. starts it off, and then you know he's like, what if we we have to include this here and this here? But what you know, Marcus McFeely especially, they're the ones that architect this whole entire thing. They're the architects, you know. Um, yeah, Grant, Grant and Kevin Feige has a lot of great decision making as a whole, but these guys actually are pulling this stuff off and deserve more credit. Specifically, the screenwriters for injecting the humor and stakes and themes. Definitely top five. Yeah, and that's the end of my notes. Oh wow, nice timing. Um, what is up with <laughs> um, every Captain America movie? All three of them—they're falling into a body of water for some reason. Like him and Bucky just fall into a body of water. Well, well, Dan. Themes, man. Yeah, man. Well, weird. well, Dan. The 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 Earth is covered seventy percent in water. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> so statistically, we don't need to go there. All right, just ah, oh, God. <laughs> all right, just scientifically, you, Dan. Science, <laughs> science. All right. <laughs> 
Moving on to my number two. Speaking of Taika Waititi, Thor Ragnarok. Um, I I just love this movie. It's same same reason as Guardians Two, because it's just a fun movie. Yeah. I mean, I know the comic counterpart is I'm, not I'm, no, no, what you want. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Yes. I'm just saying it went too many directions for a yes. coherent storyline for me. Yes. The the opening with Surtur, it just kicks off the whole theme for the movie. It's just like comedy mixed with fantastic action. Uh-huh. Um, like that chain scene bothers me so much, but I love it. He's talking to a fucking skeleton, just chilling. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, Thor? Um, let's see here. Uh, the reenactment of Loki's death with Matt Damon and Liam, Sem- Liam Hemsworth. Fantastic. Loved it. Yeah. Um, I love how that's coming back for Love and Thunder <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's going to be great. And Melissa McCarthy is playing Hela, so I don't know how that's going to work, but... Oh, like, in like in, a in recap kind of thing? Okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, how the hell is that going to work? But all right. If she fucking falls on her ass, I'm just going to be like, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, bro. Um, the Doctor Strange cameo was fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, fun fact, the only time he's ever wearing gloves. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I remember reading that. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Um... And, you know, Loki falling for 30 minutes in a portal. I've been falling for <laughs> 30, 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Hela demolishing Mjolnir, which was... I didn't Unexpected. Even, that was crazy. I mean, we saw it in the trailer when they were in an alley at that point, but then they changed the um, location to uh, Norway to make yeah, it more coherent. I remember that being line. in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was definitely a better choice. Like an alley, that would have been weird. Why... And he seems yeah. like it was going to be in New York City, but... Why would, uh, yes, why would another Odin superhero in, movie in New York City. <laughs> and why would Odin be in New York City, though? It makes more sense for him to be in Norway, too, because mm. that's where all the battles were and everything. Um, <laughs> Thor meeting Valka for the first time. She's just like, he's mine. Fucking falls off the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe, I believe it was said either earlier here or sometime at work where that was your spirit animal. Yes, <laughs> and it is. I can't. It was, ar- here. I can't, it was here. I can't argue. That is my spirit animal. <laughs> Actually, well, back to the um, Thor was always meant to uh, handle Stormbreaker. Like that was supposed to always be his weapon. And um, Odin created uh, Mjolnir uh, as kind of like a suppression of his powers to where he was like truly worthy um. of of Stormbreaker. I remember reading a theory like that, and like. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Kind of like Captain Marvel's like inhibitor chip thing or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I've been fighting with my with one hand tied behind my back all this time. You know? So maybe that like it's not confirmed or anything, but that's just a cool theory. It's, it mean, is a cool theory. Yeah, it, I like it. It also is the it's also one of those comic book movie differences because Molnir was a cosmic storm just slated to destroy the entire universe mm-hmm. until it was contained by Odin and yeah, forced, so into, they don't, forced into Molnir. So like that's why it's so conscious. For the comics and it's like oh, i don't like you or oh you're you're pretty cool you can you can pick me up all day like <laughs> it doesn't that's why it picks its wielder because it's <laughs> yeah it's a con it has a consciousness to it um that's really cool a few other good characters i like the grandmaster jeff goldblum fantastic uh korg and meek um i just love the grandmaster because he's just like um i was like uh what do you say? Something about the slaves just like 
there's or the uh, uh the guard lady you're saying like you know uh throw them in with the slaves she's like no they're the prisoners with jobs <laughs> <laughs> um and uh oh thor getting his haircut from stanley that was great yeah <laughs> uh the only part i really didn't like about this movie was um just the whole part of hella taking over asgard it just they didn't need that storyline it just didn't I didn't like it. It was boring to me. It was kind of like a that B was, plot. The B plot that did not really do anything. That was her like major point. Yeah, that she, no, didn't she like made it. a great point with it because yeah. it's the same thing with me. Yeah. Um, well, she saw it after the fact, so. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's just boring. Like it doesn't pick up again until, um, you know, when they all get to Asgard again and start fighting. Yeah. I mean, it um, was, all of her stuff was like just. I don't know. It's like they can't build lore for Thor without taking out too, without taking so much time out of a movie. Yeah. Like, cause he has all this mythology. He has all this, you know, Godhood. Bits, yeah. And they want to show that off, but it doesn't seem like they can do that. All right. And I'm going to end it with two, uh, two funny parts that I just love. Get help. Get and, help is fucking gold. <laughs> like get help. I think you and me bring it up at least like once a week. Yeah. Like, get help. Or something We're not like doing that. get help. Not doing get help. I, um, I still need to, uh, I still need to ask Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, when Banner just suicides himself, <laughs> just jumps oh, yeah, off the like, bridge. Like, that was a, that was a good callback to the 2008 Hulk. Where he, yeah. 2008 he jumps out of a helicopter Mm-hmm. hits the ground and forms a crater and you're like oh no and then hulk shows up and you're like yeah <laughs> and, and then that, that one you watch the body hit and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, way darker <laughs> than before <laughs> um so here's a theory as well um the infinity gauntlet that hella knocks over when she's saying like, oh fake or whatever do we think it's like Fake because it's a right-handed glove instead of a left-handed one, like Thanos has. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that's because like that's what um New Rockstars was pointing out like in, way back in mm-hmm. fucking 2011 or some yeah. shit like that. They're like, yeah, it's not the real Infinity Gauntlet because it's it's right hand. You know, I'm just like, oh okay. Yeah, I totally believe you, New Rockstars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it makes sense. Like, it could either just be like you know something Odin made to like throw people off or whatever, um, or just. It's there. For- well, the thing is, though, what doesn't what I don't get is that um, Eitri made the mold, came up with the idea of the gauntlet and how it looks in Infinity War or like off screen before the Infinity War. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for Odin to know that what it looks like and stuff to, back in 2011 doesn't really make sense to me because like Eitri created the mold. Yeah. Later on, mm-hmm. so yeah. a little in, in con- continuity error there, I guess maybe, but yeah. But then it ends with. Here's Thanos. Yep. Yep. Right, Pat. Great ender. So my my number two is uh is Endgame. Endgame. All right. Yeah. All right. It was it was the it was I love the wrap up of everything. I did like seeing the old man cap. Um <laughs> should have been Stanley. Mr. Biden yeah. cap. Should have been Stanley. RIP. I'm one of my big flaws with this is no Bucky cap. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no Captain Bucky. Yep. It went straight to Captain Falcon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Because I, I was really hoping, because I, I, I think Falcon Winter Soldier had been announced at that point. No, it hadn't. Or oh, it hadn't? 
Nothing was announced at that point. I'm pretty sure. Oh, interesting. Well, and was, it was 2019. Or there, so, was, I mean, like, there was probably some rumor or something yeah. that they were getting either a series or a movie, whatever. Yeah. But it, I knew. Some, I was surprised at that because I was very much hoping that. I mean, especially once they did announce it, I very much wanted that series to be Bucky realizing that he couldn't handle it. Mm. Oh, okay. Like I wanted Bucky to have his moment of. Yeah, I can I can feel Steve's shoes. And then going, I can't feel Steve Steve's. I can't yeah. do that. Yep. And we never we never even got the chance to see that. Because I would have mm. loved to see two bad Captain Americas trying to beat the crap out of each other for the mantle. Just to have Falcon swoop in and go, Mine, mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally swoop in and go, None of you. No. <laughs> um the final big fight. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Yes. Uh Fat Thor. Everyone loves Fat Lebowski Thor. Thor. <laughs> um, I did love the weird team ups though, for, yeah. for fighting. Interesting. Team. Seeing Rocket fly around on the back of War Machine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. He pulls out both, the gun. He's on his yeah, shoulder. They're both the ones to have the biggest gun in the room, <laughs> and just put them together. Good idea. <laughs> so like, there was just a lot of like little team ups. The characters who hadn't interacted much before or never interacted, they just synergized mm. and i loved seeing like their two little seconds of just ooh, yeah wait what was that <laughs> yeah, there's so yeah there's so many different moments where yeah, it's like, like re-watching yeah. it you can catch like little things I, I caught more things and also like i know there's stuff i missed mm-hmm. and i just got to go rewatch that fight like eight times in a row <laughs> just to catch every little detail so like, like oh they teamed up for two seconds let's let's show them more or just watch a youtube video I might. <laughs> um, but the only, my big thing was, and it's the point that was brought up on some random thing after this movie came out, the big girl power fight scene. Ah, yes. Um, my only big gripe with that is the same one that I've heard before is you're, they all showed up from all over the battlefield, yep. even two seconds previous. Yep. Just show up right there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was the wrong it was, place for it. If it was if if it had just been done a little bit more naturally, where all those characters could have beat up on Thanos. Yeah. That's fine. But just have like two of them started. And then have mm-hmm. the rest of them just dive bomb in at different times. Yeah, for the crap out of Thanos. For them to and pause end, the scene. End with that scene. Yeah. Don't start with them yeah. all doing like it. She's just, got help. Yeah. Rever- reverse the order. Yeah. I, I <laughs> of, get it. Yeah. And of, they did they did it way more naturally and better in Infinity War. Yeah. When um, Black Widow was getting her ass kicked, or and, no, um, and the boys is it Okoye? Oh yeah, and the boys <laughs> punching yeah, a one, Nazi. That one <laughs> yeah. was done beautifully. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so they didn't call attention to it, and it was perfectly fine. And like you know, but uh, I forgot who who was fighting who in Infinity War. But um, I just remember like like uh, Black Widow being like, "Well, she's not alone." And then like, uh, and then Black Pete, or, it was in Peter's like, "Oh, hi, Peter Parker." It was that. It was that moment. That's an end game. I'm talking Infinity War though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so like Black Widow and Scarlet Witch beat the shit out of um, Proxima Midnight oh, yeah, with, with Okoye. Oh, Okoye. Yeah. yeah. Way, it's the same subject matter scene, yeah. just done better. Yeah. You know? Oh, and also that that final Avengers Assemble. Yep. It just... <laughs> I just came. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, the movie could have ended there, but, like, part of me is like, that's, that's the end of the movie. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every... Everyone's lined up. Everyone's just, we know how it's going to end. Yes. Like, and it's okay. Beautiful. It sucks that I have one small gripe with that. 
Okay. It's because Thor screams, does like a battle cry directly after it. Yeah. Uh, like overlapping Cap saying Avengers well, Assemble. It's like Avengers Assemble. Ah! Well, you yeah, know what I mean? Well, think about it. You have Captain America who's just like Avengers Assemble so quietly. Mm-hmm. What What's the go command? Well, <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. Like you got someone on the other side of the, <laughs> all the portals it's going. like. What? It's like Did goosebumps. He say go? If they if they let it pause like a beat longer, it would have been the perfect scene. <clears throat> it's very much just like the difference between Captain America and Thor. Like, yeah, Thor's been Thor's been fighting for like so much life. longer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 and he's like, you know, that wasn't good enough. I got an idea. <laughs> Avengers assemble. We yeah. didn't hear you, Cap. Yeah, exactly. He's standing <laughs> the right fuck there. Fuck Steve. He's standing right there, just going. All right, Sep, number two. I'm, I'm hoping you brace yourselves. Okay. Oh, fuck. Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> okay. Wild, right? Mysterio. Literally just Mysterio. <laughs> I... Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> is it possible, like, is it possible for Jake Gyllenhaal to play a good human being? No. <laughs> He's pretty good in Prisoners. And like Donnie Darko, he like well, he just shoot a guy point blank and. The roller coaster of that sentence alone. <laughs> you know how there's a couple actors who just play a certain type of character too well. Yeah. Like like, like he's got to be a like, sociopath. No, but it's like like J.K. Simmons, haha. Plays, he was just a shitty boyfriend. Just, I don't want to hear it. No, but I was saying like J.K. Simmons plays like angry characters a little too well. <laughs> He's definitely Jake got Gyllenhaal plays, anger. Jake Gyllenhaal plays like shitty manipulators a little too well. <laughs> I guess you could say he plays them all too well. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Uh, this is what I deal with. Uh, this is you unfortunately not going to be a 10 minute version of <laughs> 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 I am on fire right now. I have been waiting for this one. All right. No, but seriously, I really, really liked Mysterio as a character. I thought mm. his design was kind of cool. Because also, I'd never seen him before. Because I'm not too big in the comics or anything. So seeing this man with a fucking fishbowl with a brain in it sometimes, I'm like, that's cool. And like the fog, I'm like, <laughs> You know what? Nice. After, after this, I'll show you the uh, the video game appearance that I mentioned sure. previous. Because it's hilarious. I... <laughs> like, I the big elementals were so stupid. Yeah. They were really, really dumb. But I think it was cool seeing Spider-Man out of his, hel- his element, which I know you don't agree with. I don't like that. And <laughs> I just, I think you're, it's definitely like, I know you think he jumped too fast to dress Mysterio, which I don't disagree with. But also I think Peter was in a really vulnerable state. And also he's, so he's not in New York. So like, he's not in his like home turf. Tony just fucking shit the bed. So it's That's like, one way dude, of saying that. <laughs> but like, Peter Parker was in a really, really vulnerable spot. And Mysterio came in like, because Peter, he you know, like, he, like a, he looked like a damn hero. He doesn't mm-hmm. have Tony Stark like right over his shoulder, basically like being a dad and telling him what to do. This is the first time where he's on his own. So it kind of makes sense that he gave like Mysterio the glasses and like he kind of fucked it up there. I can kind of justify that in my head. The one thing that puts this movie here is the warehouse scene. And I will talk about it until the day I die. <laughs> it was so good it was shit blew my fucking mind and it still does to this day it was well done yeah very good yeah very good cgi Peter and, gets hit um, by a fucking train twist is... and turns i still don't really know what happens in the scene but it's really good yeah but that's the best 
part is like I'm watching this, with I'm all like, the budget. I don't yeah. I don't know what's going on the entire fucking time. Like my brain just cannot keep up with this and it was done so well. Yeah. Also, um the fucking end credit scene. Like not even because of him, but just like the fact that like I'm so excited for what this is going to cause for Far From Home. Mm. Cuz it's like like he's out in the public now and like shit's like Ugh. Yeah. I worry like, about oh, Aunt May. I'm it very opens the concerned. Door. I'm so so scared for wait, Far wait, From can Home. Can we get Can we get Kingpin in this next one? Well, uh, well, okay. I'm, so I'm watching should, we, should I mention that? No. Okay. I'm just that, that, I'm just saying for the next one I just mm-hmm. I want the Kingpin hits. Yeah. That's what I, I want. I want the kingpin from Daredevil. I yes. want all of that. I have not. I just want Daredevil watched. in the MCU. That'd be so good. <laughs> I I think I watched the Far From Home trailer, like the first one that came out. Because there's been two now, right? You mean No Way Home? There's been more teases no. and promos and stuff. You mean or No Way Home? Yes, No yes, Way Home. Yes, I keep calling it Far From Home. Yes. I apologize. I'm always there's too many, there's too many homes. There's too many homes. Spider-Man Spider-Man. Three. Spider-Man. The movie that's coming out in a certain amount of time from whenever we are recording this. Uh, five, five days. Um, five days from when we're cool, releasing Cool, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, I have been avoiding any type of spoiler and leak as hard as I can. Which, listen, Lucky I, you. I read the Harry Potter books my junior year of high school, which, mind you, was 2016. And that's five <laughs> You years feel ago. old, don't you? <laughs> But yes. I read the Harry Potter hey, books hey, in 2016. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I read the Harry Potter books in 2016, and I didn't know that Dumbledore died until I read it. So if I can avoid that, I think I can do this. Yeah. But I just, like, I haven't watched any of the new trailers or any of the teases or anything because I want to go into this fully blind because I am so fucking excited. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be lit. Um... I love Tom Holland, Spider-Man. So He's your favorite, right? Yeah, we are, we had this debate last podcast, right? Well, whatever. We had it. All right. My number two, <laughs> I um, I agree with Pat, Avengers Endgame. Um, my first note is best, period, conclusion, period, ever. Um, All right, P. Tony. We haven't really even talked about that yet. Yeah. They, <clears throat> dude, They. all I can say is they did it. He made the sacrificial play. <laughs> he he did Comes full circle. Comes, full Comes circle. fucking full circle. So yeah. fucking perfect. Right. They they wrapped up. They wrapped it up in a satisfying way. In, in a year that had in a year that had like three major franchises wrapping up their oh, um, yeah. their franchises and yep. like their stories. Um, Avengers Endgame is the only one that did it successfully. Um, Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> and then Avengers Endgame. Solid. It's fucking solid. <laughs> Yay! Uh, take your pick. It could be, uh, uh, again, the most iconic moment of the entire MCU is in this movie. Take your pick. It could be Cap lifting Mjolnir, the portal scene where everyone comes back, Cap fighting himself, Tony giving Peter a hug, Tony snap, all amazing moments. Um, but at the end of the day, that's that's just it. It's just moments. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's my number two. Um, and not, <laughs> guess what my number one is, but... Um, you know, it's that's it's because it's not it doesn't really stand on its own as as a full movie, as a full story on its own. It it very much relies on the one that came before it. Um and um basically it it wrote it's a big giant victory lap for the last ten eleven years or whatever. Yeah, it was ten years at that point, I think. Yeah, okay. Um May eleven. 
you're at 11. Yeah, 11, 11 at, at the time 11, for end yes, game. Yes, yeah. yes you're right. Uh, so it's 2008 to 2019. Yep. I can math. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, if you had been a fan from for that long, it definitely rewards you. In that, you know, and you know, and sometimes it's fine to have that, you know, and that's what that's why I love that movie so much because they actually fucking did it, you know, and um, uh, the prologue is super dramatic too, and a perfect twist to throw us into the rest of the movie, um, where we see Hawkeye's family die, yep, um, or we'll get snapped. Uh, the villain is dead, and we are still stuck in his wake of destruction. So cool! That's such a Joker moment, you know. Um, so powerful to see our heroes at their lowest points and to see RDJ really come out swinging with his acting chops in the beginning where he's berating Steve. It's just awesome. It's like, you weren't there, Cap. You know, we, we lost and you weren't there. You know, so fuck, you know, it's, I just can't, I can't get over how perfectly this pairs with the rest of the themes of that everyone was setting, that all the other movies were setting up. It comes full circle in such a perfect way that I can't think of a better example <laughs> a mainstream blockbuster that like emotionally like did that you know mm-hmm. and it's so you know it's just on paper and on paper too it's like a perfect structure <laughs> but at the same time this movie doesn't really have perfect structure um it's three hours long um it's a little long tragedy and redemption of these heroes is exactly what we all needed from the mcu and i'm so glad that we got it perfect culmination to both tony and stevie's steve's arcs um, some may disagree, but Tony being the one to lay down his life is beautiful. And Steve being able to end the fight and settle down with Peggy speaks to the heart of the character. These writers and directors knew exactly what they were doing when making this. And this is a huge victory lap for everything they've done over the years. Mm. My inner fanboy leapt during certain scenes, cried during others, and was fulfilled when this movie ended another 11 out of 10. Now, one last thing I want. Oh. Yeah. Just because you're a three hour. Yeah. There. It's a little long. No. Um, <laughs> I grew up doing Lord of the Rings binges. Oh, yeah. So you're used to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, someone was like, this is a three-hour runtime. This is terrible. And I'm like, amateur. <laughs> you're an amateur. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, the pacing was well done with that movie, though. Yeah. Uh, with Endgame. And also, um, do we want a Disney Plus show with Cap returning the stones? D- definitely. I want yeah. more of this era. Just... It was the peak of Marvel, and I want more of that. I just, yeah. you know, this I new don't era. Want a I'm series. Not, not even a limited would, run, like a four episode I would, thing. I, I would like a, I would like a short movie. Okay, give us like a TV movie kind of thing. Yeah, just something that's short. I mean, get, Marvel can do it. Oh know, yeah, they have the hits, power to do hits anything. All the, hits all the points that we want to see, but doesn't spend so much time. So there's still like a little bit of a mystery left. Uh-huh. All right, because right. you don't know how long he was. Bouncing around timelines. Is that about- I just want to know the logistics of how he returned the soul stone. Like, does he like fucking, what does he do? Yeah, and how like, does that work? Like we, we, does he put the reality stone back up like block of wood, Jane Foster's asshole or some <laughs> shit like that? Or like what, what happens <laughs> there? Every fucking time. He has to bring it up. He does not fail. I no, mean, but, it's, listen. no, but like, that's a very good point. No, 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 no. The reality stone, like, how does he put that one back? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what does he do? Yeah. It's a stone at that point. It's not yeah, like a liquid like, that can, like, absorb into yeah, her. like, there are so... I just have questions. Make just, her swallow the stone or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> we shouldn't go too in-depth here. Does he use it to put it back? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, with the reality, it's inside of her. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, boop, gone. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Let's move we on. We have questions, Dan, and we need no. them answered. <laughs> no, we can't answer that right now. The very first explicit rated uh, Marvel property. <laughs> Deadpool. All right. Um, all right. So my number one, if you haven't guessed it already, Avengers Infinity War. Um, it is uh, It's so much better than Endgame. Yep. It's so much better because, like, Man, like it starts off with like in the first ten minutes, the Russo brothers even said this in an interview that within the first ten minutes you will know why Thanos is the biggest bad guy because he kills Heimdall, Loki, and basically blows up all the fucking Asgard. And the, the we can't forget the Hulk fight scene. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> that's that's that told me that Thanos was the real deal when he beat the shit out of the Hulk. Without yeah, even there's trying. that, and, but like it's still my. I think I mentioned it because you had mentioned it in Infinity War previous or someone did, but they just, yet again, it's little details about Hulk. Mm-hmm. Make him the strongest Avenger. Make Thanos use the Power Stone. Mm. And they just, they didn't. Mm. One-on-one with no Infinity stuff. Well, Hulk beats Thanos. Yeah. True. Arm wrestling match. Hulk beats Thanos. <laughs> yeah. He didn't though. That's the thing. Just do that. All they needed was that little glow of purple. Just make that Wait, little... He did have the stone at that point. That's what I mean. Make that stone glow a little purple as he's punching him in the face. Fair. And you can keep that kind of like... That. That's it. That's all they had to do. That's the one change they had to make for that fight scene for me to be happy. It's just make it glow a little purple. I want to edit it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that at After Effects. Yeah, I know. Just it's like, ah, like, oh, we're not watching the theatrical cut. We're watching my cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Like, it's identical <laughs> but it's just like there's a little purple here yep that's it <laughs> cap's beard glorious glorious beard loved it the match showed up in the trailer oh man that trailer <laughs> was fucking intense yeah and i loved it um let's see uh fucking squidward um means <laughs> <laughs> get lost squidward <laughs> <laughs> um Big ass Peter Dinklage didn't see that coming. Mm, no. <laughs> that was I, I had seen before this movie came out, before I saw this movie, that he was in the movie. I'm like, what role could he be playing? <laughs> and then I see him in it, and I'm like, what? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, bringing back Red Skull, that was a nice surprise. Very fitting for his character. Um, <laughs> Gamora gets dropped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you love that scene, Sep. <laughs> um... I, I I cried a little. Not gonna lie. Um, it was worse than Endgame, but yeah, um, yeah. the the battle on Titan was just so sick. And then Thanos just goes to wreak havoc, and you know should have gone for the head. You know all that shit. Um, it was so well done. Like all the fighting, all the the characters, like getting everybody's the good amount of screen time too. Like it was, except for obviously. Uh, Hawkeye and Falcon because they didn't really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Save them for the sequel, though. Yes. Um, so I, I was got... very much okay with Hawkeye not getting any screen time, <laughs> <laughs> just to show off that first scene in Endgame. Yeah. Speaking of that, really good. I know. I think we talked about this off podcast before, but you will have a supercut of you know. Uh, every Marvel, every Marvel movie, movie, scene by scene, um, <laughs> in chronological order. <laughs> do we think we could have ended this movie on the snap, just straight on the snap? And then we hear, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Done. We could have. 
Could you edit that in? See how it would look. I think it would look okay, no. but like, it, if we were to release this to like a wide audience, they'd be like, "What the fuck happened?" You know, he just snapped his fingers. You know, but the, like we I, we need that montage of everyone dying. Yes, to we really get the point now, across. Because I, I know I had mentioned it before this. Yeah, do that montage in the beginning of Endgame. Start, still do, start with Clint. Like, do but, Hawkeye's whole thing, but then just immediately cut to everyone else in that moment mm-hmm. just fading off. Just silent, too. Nothing that, else. Yeah, because... That's probably infinity, how they would open up a comic then, right? Where they would do that? Similar, yeah. yeah. But, like, that Infinity War snap and just going to black, the people who don't know what happens yeah. would have no idea, which would just create so much more hype. Yeah. For the next movie. Yeah. Nobody yeah. would have cared about Game of Thrones if it had ended Infinity War <laughs> that way. The, it's like, what does Thanos' it, snap mean? Yeah. <laughs> you no, know? HBO would have been like, we have to stop Game of Thrones until this movie comes out. <laughs> um, so Stop that after season four. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> One more piece of trivia. Um, you know, when they're, um, Black Panther was filming at the same time as Infinity War. Yeah. The first one. So they were... Um, at one point, they're all like standing at like the uh, the threshold and everything, and saying "Ye Bombay," that yeah. whole thing. That was completely improvised by the cast, and then nobody on set knew that was happening. They're like, what are they doing? But it worked so well. It, yeah, they, they just. It's kept one of the it. most iconic moments of the movie. Mm-hmm. Ye Bombay, Ye Bombay, Ye Bombay. Great, so it's fantastic. Great. Yeah, just damn. Like not even scripted. Just. Yeah. What does it mean? Is it things. just like a Wakandan like war uh, cry means, or something like that? Yes, it means uh, I oh, I saw it earlier. I didn't write it down in my thing though. Um, fuck, I think it's like rebel or something like that. It's something similar to that. Hmm. Um, Interesting. It, don't quote me on that, but it's something similar to rebel. <laughs> um, That's definitely a TikTok, but I'll correct it if it's wrong. Yeah, in the uh, <laughs> and then of course one last thing. Hey, promise. Um, so when. Um, Strange and Tony are in that ship or whatever. They should have had a joke inserted, like "No shit, Sherlock." No sure yeah, yep. Yep. yep, 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 yep. They need to have it. They need to <laughs> have it. They, I remember they watching the that, that, Yeah, that needed to happen. And we're seeing the memes where it's just like, "This is my checklist of like everything that needs to happen." And like one of them was that Tony or uh, Tony and Doctor Strange need to recognize. They say "No shit, Sherlock" to, to each yep. other or something. <laughs> they really do. They really do. <laughs> All right, Pat, you're number one. Also Infinity War. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, ditto. Um, yeah. No, this was, I loved it because it's a movie about Thanos. Yes. Yes. It, it's mm-hmm. a, mo- it's a villain movie. Mm-hmm. Like all the Avengers are side characters, important mm-hmm. side characters in this one. Like, and they lose in the end. Yeah. You never like, see the heroes lose. Yeah. Because Thanos is the hero of this movie mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. <laughs> Like I, I would love for them to do this again, make this part of the Marvel formula. Yeah. Later in line, like later down the road, you get that big Avengers movie coming up, do a two parter, make the first part all about the villain. Yeah. It's like, will they, well, and then we can have like, have like the, um, you know, we can go into the movie, like, will they, will they lose or, you know, it's not, it's yeah. unpredictability now. Yeah. I said that really weirdly. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Unpredictability now. <laughs> Words. English. But like we we've watched these people develop for years and then they just fail at the end. Mm-hmm. And it was oh 
that you should have gone for the head Heartbreaking. moment. That, that moment of you should have gone for the head yeah. was just... Because it was... It's, it's one of the... It's, one, it's actually like probably one of like the few times in all of these Marvel movies where I actually like shifted in my seat to yeah. like lean forward and like... Just like, what did he say? Yep. <laughs> like, what, what did he say? Just happened. Yep. And I just... I couldn't. You, shook. you were shook. Yeah. I'm getting it's giggly like, just hearing you talk about it. It's <laughs> like, oh, I remember it. I remember it. Because I, oh. I, it's the only time I've actually like shifted forward for a Marvel movie. Yeah. All of them, it's been like, oh, that's funny. Or like, oh, that's great. This one, I was like, wait, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it was a very silent car ride back to uh, my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> Let me see it with Listen, the emotions were the same. It was just a different out it was just a different sound. Yep. Or no sound at all. Do you I'm sorry not to cut you off. No, you, no, because Dan covered everything for the most part. Okay. Do you wanna just like wrap up this jerk circle? A little bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so as you can guess, my Number one is Avengers Infinity War. Um, I said this in the Avengers Endgame Infinity War special episode. That this, this is my favorite Marvel movie. Yes. Um, first note, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say about this movie that hasn't been said before? Most ambitious crossover movie in history, and I would agree with that statement. Every character you know and love is here, and we get the best villain in the MCU in Thanos. Not everyone. Oh, uh, Besides Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's Hawkeye and Ant Man and Falcon. Falcon's in there. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, he gets. I meant Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, iconic moment after iconic moment, we get to see new and creative matchups in different groups. I loved the ending. Nothing better than finally seeing a refreshing take on the superhero genre. Uh, I have no words to describe the experience I had in theaters and the experience I still have watching this movie. It's definitely my most watched MCU movie to date. I've seen it. Uh, I want to say five times in theaters, and I've seen it. Six or seven after that, uh, yeah. So it's it's just such a fucking good movie. <laughs> I've seen it at least seven or eight times, but yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ, you put me to shame there. <laughs> the secondary villains are also formidable, with Ebony Maw being the most compelling. I was sad to see him leave so early in the film. Like I, I'm like, this guy has potential to be like a you know a solo movie. He villain. got he got aliened. Yeah, he, he did get aliened. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thor entering Wakanda, amazing. Um, every, even the fight on Wakanda is amazing. Um, like when they, yeah, I remember seeing Cap and Black Panther both speed right into battle ahead of everyone else gives me goosebumps every fucking time. Yeah. Um, we also see an established love relationship with Wanda and Vision. Wanda Vision made that part better for me. Um, <laughs> but just seeing them like, hey, Viz, you know, like I don't, I oh, only yeah. feel you, and you know, it's perfect. It's uh, like they they somehow squeezed. <laughs> Like romance into the biggest crossover movie of all time, and it worked. Did they? Did they get the writers for up? <laughs> they might have. <laughs> fucking Christ! Just yeah. because it's like, ah, oh, we have five minutes to make a love story. You guys do this, yeah. and they're they like, fucking done. did it. You know, it's like I only feel you, and then like you know, he's like, I love you, and then like it, they, they don't even have to have the audio. It's just like the music swells, and like you know, you see like the stone break and the heartbreaking, like you know. When uh, Thanos turns back the time oh stone, my God. I like I sort of knew he was going to do that. I was like, doesn't he have a time stone? Yeah, but I, yeah. it still surprised me when he no, did it. That, that's the thing. That moment was so it's the beats, man. Yeah, that mo- mm. that moment was so much of an impact because it's like that took everything out of her. Yeah, like sure, she still has the power to keep going, but like she's done. Mm-hmm. She went to the hex. <laughs> like she's done, and then she just watched him just 
Yeah, it's like, no, yeah, fuck you. No, no. <laughs> Dude, uh, I just can't get over how, how good this movie is. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, really see Tony do everything he can to protect... What? what? Oh, I must have deleted a line or something. Oops. Plus, uh, Peter finally gets anointed as an Avenger. Yes. That's just a good little like tidbit there. Mm-hmm. Um, God, this movie is just so good and amazing. Perfect structure, too. Which I, I, I say that I always got to talk about structure, um, all, and also making the villain the main character genius. I've I can't think of any any other movie that's that's done that besides what, Joker, you know. But that, that's a movie yeah. about Joker. That's about Joker. Like we like, did, we is, went in this movie not knowing it was about Thanos. Yeah, this was Avengers: Infinity War, and it's a Thanos movie. Yeah, we didn't it's, walk in going Aven- we, this. We do not walk into Thanos. Yeah, we went to Avengers. And the Avengers, War. like no, yeah. <laughs> and like the haunting, like after everyone's dusted, and the Thanos is smiling up on his hill, and then it just cuts to black and says Thanos will return in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, or well, they they didn't even release the title then, but you know, just Thanos will return. Yep. <laughs> Remember the hype waiting for the title of Endgame, trying to figure out what it was. Yes, everyone nailed it down that it was going to be Endgame because yeah, we're in the Endgame now. You know, they have a technicality because. He says we're in the end game now, like end space game, and, and like, yeah, and the title is end game one word. Mm-hmm. So they're like, it's not in the movie. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck off. <laughs> it's in the movie. <laughs> you fucking liars. Listen, my my one of my favorite anime scenes has a whole bit about technicalities and dialogue. Yeah, and like you can't say the word hot, and someone says each other, H from each and O T. And other causes the guy to get his ass kicked. Oh. <laughs> so like So you can't say hot in e- in yeah. any sense of the word. Yeah, including like in two separate words. Oh, so like okay. yeah, endgame. It's in the movie already. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. A, a, eleven out of ten. <clears throat> eleven out of ten. I love that movie. Can never get tired of it. And we're gonna end it with Sep. What is your number one? Um Captain America the first Avenger. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and this is just full nostalgia at this point because um, this throws me back to probably like I don't know I was in like eighth grade maybe something like that I'm sitting here like I'm sitting (laughs) I'm not I don't necessarily know if that's when it came out what what year did it come out 2011 I was probably close to like eighth grade ish um but like this was like I these were my full out like Tumblr days (laughs) And, dude, the amount of Chris Evans movies I just, I watched just because Captain America made me go, ooh, pretty boy. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I deal with. (laughs) Hey, she called you hot today. She did call me hot today. I'm not done yet. Out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not done yet about the movie. I'm also not done talking about the movie, but I'm also not done talking about you being hot, but that's different. Okay, well, anyway. that's, that's not for microphones. <laughs> oh, but do you listen to our podcast? Sometimes. <laughs> do me a favor, listen to Revenge of the Sith and then the Whiplash and then come back. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I want to. <laughs> anyway, um, this was the first movie that really gave me that Marvel feeling. Mm. And this was one of the very few movies where, at least at this point in my life, I watched it and went, you know what? I want to watch more movies. And it's kind of what started me down that rabbit hole a little bit. 
like you know like i saw i know a couple episodes ago i said how the avengers movie was like one of the first ones i remember if not probably the first but it's like that one and then captain america are just two that just like have such a big place in my heart because i love cap as a character i say that a little hesitantly now because i did not like him in civil war um and i adore you're peggy on tony's carter. side <clears throat> what you're on tony's side we had this discussion i adore peggy carter with my whole entire heart and just i that's really it it's just like i really like the characters mm-hmm. this movie brings me back to like a pretty like decent place and this is a really good time in my life was like eighth mm. grade when I was watching this movie and like that point in my life and that movie this movie oh. brings me back to that. Nostalgia. I was gonna I was gonna say like if if my top three didn't have my dumb little reasons as to why I loved them, Infinity War also would have been my number one because it is such an amazing movie. Like Infinity War is absolutely better than First Avenger, Far From Home, and Black Widow combined. But I just like for an entertainment value and for like what I love, those three kind of hot Elena. Yeah, <laughs> it just it's like these those three movies like blow Infinity War out of the park for me. And this one is really just because it's kind of not to trauma dump, but it's before my life fucking tanked. So it's like sometimes I go back and I'm like, oh yeah, I was fucking around on Tumblr and like my One Direction phase, like thinking of Chris Evans Oof. in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was okay. All right, that's good. Well. Uh, <laughs> This has been our uh, MCU rankings four-part series we are concluding with, and we hope you stick around later soon for our next episode, which is our finale for season three and our finale as movie drunks. Yeah. We will be rebranding to a new name. More to come on that later, but um, stick around for No Way Home, our review of that on Movie Drunks is series finale i guess we would call it yeah series finale yeah Yeah. um Um, yeah don't worry we will still be doing a podcast but we're just going under a new name and rebranding it happens yeah exactly and yeah so uh we're we're movie drunks find us on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok with the handle at movie drunks cast i'm dan I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. I should really update that. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> um, yeah, pay attention to the socials for our next movie, which is Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we're going to, we have a lot, I, I hope, I hope we have a lot to talk about. We will. Uh, Pat might join us. Pat might not join I, us. We'll, we'll, we'll figure I it might. out. I might. Yeah. If, um, we will see. Yeah, that's Pat, I'm Sep, and I am never staying up late to buy movie tickets for this group again. <laughs> yeah, we I'm were looking until 2 a.m. Hey, yeah. hey, there are so many people at work who are like, I didn't get movie tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm proud of it. Yo, I was going to be pissed because he was trying every like 10, 15 minutes. And if you got them before I got them, I was going to be mad and take the credit. <laughs> because I had four devices, 18 times. Like, I'm going between movietickets.com and Fandango and Regal and the app. And I'm just like, I was not giving up. Well, the dumb part was that my card was declined at the time. So even if we got through, it wouldn't have gone through. It finally went through because I put it on my PayPal account. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, it worked. And I realized it probably would have worked 20 minutes earlier if I just tried a different card. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Regal, Fandango, and AMC all crashed. I can't wait to talk time. about that on the episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. Until we meet again with No Way Home, stay cool. Cheers, bitch. Ah.